Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday, a hump day is what we got on top for this hour. We're going to talk about fighting lions, blue states and cities going bankrupt. Brandon Darby's joining us like 30 minutes from now to update us on the criminal gangs that are apparently taking over the United States of America. Putin arresting an American, told you it was coming, all that and so much more coming up this hour on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I do want to first give a little warning to everybody out there. Just, 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 just a little warning before we take things any further on this show. I think maybe dentistry is a scam. Now, now listen, listen, I'm all about having clean teeth. I'm all about it, right? And I'm all about going to the dentist to get your teeth all cleaned up. I'm not I'm not, not saying anything bad, but 
here's what happened today. You know, I told you last night that I had a dentist appointment today. Even world famous authors and oracles and menu whispers have to have their menu have to have their teeth cleaned too. So I go sit down in the dentist's office and I need to clarify something. I don't floss. I do not floss. Now, I do brush my teeth regularly and I have one of the electric toothbrush toothbrush things. What, Chris? Water flossing? No, I don't water floss either. I have an electric toothbrush. I don't floss. I don't water floss. I do take my time and brush the daylights out of my teeth, but I don't I do not floss and have never flossed. I don't. I do not floss. Kids, I'm not telling you not to floss. I'm just telling you it's not something I do. And I've been going to the dentist for 42 years. Well, I don't know. They probably didn't take me when I was one and didn't have teeth. I've been going to the dentist for a long time. And every time I've gone into the dentist, they have asked me, hey, do you floss? It's just part of their question. Do you floss regularly? Because I don't want to get hassled and I don't want to have to hear it. I, I lie. You know, I do what every red-blooded American would do. I lie. I lie through my teeth. Oh, absolutely, Doc. Yeah, you bet. Man, going through floss like you wouldn't believe in my house. I'm just a flossing fool. And they look, they examine my teeth, and they do the poke and the scrape and the, and the polish thing. And they always tell me, man, you can really tell you floss. Gums look good. Teeth look great. Really? You can tell that I floss? How could you tell? But I'm never going to call them out on it, not, not in the office, because I just want to keep living a lie, and I want them to live a lie, and I think we're all happier this way. Now, speaking of living a lie, we've been talking a lot about how a lot of people, various communist activists, live in worlds of make-believe. We talk about this all the time. Your liberal Aunt Peggy lives in a world of make-believe. Your teenage niece who believes that your SUV is warming the planet. She lives in a world entirely of make-believe. It's not real. We were playing some black activists last night. Remember the one lady that said, all music comes from black people. White people don't even have music. And we were just talking about how real, really sad that is that she lives in a world that is not real. I remember in the wake of St. George Floyd's death, not just the dirty communists on the left, but how many people on the right immediately surrendered to the narrative that black men were hunted down like dogs by law enforcement in this country, that black men were unfairly treated by law enforcement still in this country. I remember, uh, I think it was a survey, I think it was a poll that came out, and they surveyed Americans trying to figure out how many unarmed black men Americans thought were killed each year by the cops and the numbers were in the thousands. The thousands. And the real number for the previous year? Nine. Yet Americans thought the numbers were in the thousands. I want you to listen to this. It's fascinating. A Harvard economist, his name's Roland Fryer, a black dude. He decided he was going to study all this. What is the truth? No, no, no bias. No nothing. No media propaganda. What is the truth? It's a little long. Listen to what he found. Listen to the response after what he found. And you'll realize why so many people live in a world of make-believe. We collected thousands of observations on lethal force. And, and it was in this moment in 2016 that I realized 
people lose their minds when they don't like the result. So what my paper showed uh, was that, yes, we saw some bias in the low-level uses of force every day pushing up against cars and things like that. People tend to like that result. But we didn't find any racial bias in police shootings. That was really surprising to me because I expected to see it. The little-known fact is I had eight full-time RAs that it took to do this over nearly a year. When I found the surprising result, I hired eight fresh ones and redid it to make sure. They came up with the same exact answer, and I thought it was robust, and then I went to go give it, and my God, all hell broke loose. I had colleagues take me into to the side and say, don't publish this. You'll ruin your career. Mm. So it was, it was, you know, I, I lived under police protection for about 30 or 40 days. I had a seven-day-old daughter at the time. I remember going and shopping for it because, you know, when you have a newborn, you think you have enough diapers. You don't. So I, I was going to the grocery store to get diapers with the armed guard. It was crazy. Now, that begs the question, why? Isn't that so bizarre? A Harvard professor is obviously not a Republican. Not a, I don't even know if he's a Democrat. He's just a professor. He thought he'd find a lot of this police bias. And did a study and didn't wasn't even sure about the results so we just did it again and got the same results and just published a completely unbiased by the book study and soon he needed police protection to go purchase diapers why why were colleagues pulling him aside why did he have so many threats on his life the cops had to guard him around the clock well this is the rub. That world of make-believe we talk about all the time. It is a world that is intentionally created by the system. The system intentionally creates a world of make-believe. It knows what it's doing. And it does it anyway on purpose to keep people uh, trapped in that world. To keep people as prisoners of that world. Your liberal Aunt Peggy, who thinks it's just a clump of cells and Donald Trump's a Russian asset and all these illegals are making America a better place. She is a prisoner of the world of make-believe that has been created for her by the system. People like Dan Goldman go on television and they know it's a lie they need the lies because remember, communism banks on lies. It requires killing people and it requires lies. It cannot exist without both of those things. The world of make-believe is created on purpose. Not only is there no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden, but it now appears as if the House Republican majority is being used by Russia to interfere in the 2024 election. You can roll your eyes all you want. That's crazy. He's a nut. No one would believe that, but that's where you're wrong. He's not crazy. He's not a nut. And people do believe it. What he is is an evil demon communist 
who understands that his people have to believe lies because if they find out the truth, they would never give someone like him power ever again. Here's Jamie Raskin, same thing. This is all part of a propaganda and disinformation campaign by Russia attempting to help Donald Trump. And, you know, when we point out the very clear contours of this story, our colleagues just start chanting, Russia hoax, Russia hoax. Well, what's the hoax? Is it the uh, the brutal invasion of Ukraine and the tens of thousands of Ukrainians who've died or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of Russians. The world of make-believe that the communists live in. We're talking about the street communists. Remember, they're the true believers. They're the idiots who believe all this stuff. The elite communists, none of those guys you just heard believe any of this stuff. But the street communists, that includes your liberal Aunt Peggy, your teenage niece, who's the climate activist. The black friend of yours who thinks the cops are oppressing him. This, this world they live in, the world the street communist lives in is a world that has been created. It has been created and it has been created intentionally. That's what makes it so evil. They intentionally mislead so many people because they know it gives them power. All right. All right. We're going to get to a bunch of emails, but first I have a little PSA for everybody. Something that may save your life. Next. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Little did we know that was a song about Fannie Willis back when the Steve Miller Band wrote it or whoever wrote that song. Also, remember, you can email the show and you should. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Love, hate, death threats. Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, which is coming. You can email those in early. Remember, Brandon Darby is going to join us in about ah, six, seven minutes to spike the football, uh, even though we're not celebrating, about all the deadly gangs that have come into the country, which, of course, he warned us about. I'm going to get to a bunch of emails tonight. I My stack, my email stack has gotten really, really embarrassingly large. It's huge. It's time to tackle it. Before we do that, I have done this before. Long-time listeners will remember it, but I realize the show is growing like a bad weed, so we have to constantly remind people about things we've said before. So hear me out. This is going to come as quite a shock to many of you. Maybe, maybe it won't come as a shock to you personally, but believe me, there are people out there who this is going to stun. All right? So you ready? Ready? Here it is. When you... When you watch a, a Disney movie, let's say, uh, The Lion King, actually, and you're watching The Lion King, and you're watching as the animals, they speak to each other, and they have so much love for each other, and they really, they've settled in like humans. And in fact, they all kind of get along with each other the elephants talk to the lions and then and then the birds fly in and then they talk to and every now and then they'll break out into song and dance and things like that you know what i'm talking about i have look this is it's a little bit of breaking news but i just need to tell everybody that's not real life wild animals don't sing and dance and they don't hug and kiss and love each other Wild animals are dangerous. Wild animals will hurt you. Even that little raccoon, that little trash panda that keeps breaking into your trash in the back, 
Go ahead and get crossways with that little weasel. He'll tear your butt apart. Wild animals are dangerous. And I know that they're, they look so big and fluffy sometimes. And they look so cute. He's, I bet he's talking to me. But they're dangerous. And I bring this up because I'm looking at a headline from USA Today. A man was mauled to death by a lion. That's bad. It's even worse when you read into it and find out this was in a zoo. He scaled the lion enclosure and hopped inside with the lions so he could take a selfie with the lions. I just, I once again want to remind everybody that I I know they're cute. Look, I, I know they're very, very cute, but they are dangerous. They don't sing. They don't dance. Wild animals, even the cute ones, they eat. That's what they do. They eat, sleep, and they mate. And their minds, no matter how intelligent the animal, they're really only wired to do those things, okay? And especially a lion, if you present yourself to him, he's going to look at you as being smaller, weaker, lacking in claws, and he's going to assume you're going to be an easy lunch, all right? So that's all. Look, I, it was just a little PSA. I just wanted to let you know the singing and the dancing. It's Simba the Lion King. It's actually just a movie. All right? Just a movie. Just a heads up for everybody. Jesse, you talk a lot about big city police departments and the issues with recruitment. You should know this is happening in small towns as well. My husband is a police officer at a suburban department that used to be known as your retirement job. If you could get on there, you were never leaving. When he applied seven years ago, over 400 people took the written test. They are about to do another one, and there will be less than 115 taking the test. Most of those will not pass, even though the passing score has been lowered since he took it. She goes on to talk about a couple other things. Says, anyway, it's bad, even in small-town departments. Look, there is a cost. We were just talking about the world of make-believe people live in. There is a cost to all of it, and the cost is high. Yes, the evil people get more power and money for themselves, but the cost to society when Americans live in a world of make-believe is devastating. What it's done to law enforcement in this country is devastating. Good men are being rejected for the job. Good men don't want to do the job. You, I mean, do you realize Derek Chauvin, the co- the famous cop who was on George Floyd's back? You do understand that he shouldn't be in prison, right? You you understand that even if you hate him, and I don't know, I don't like him, I don't hate him, I don't know him, I don't care about him. There's no justification at all to charge him with the crime, that technique, the kneeling. It was in the training manual for the Minneapolis Police Department. He was trained to do it. He did what he was trained to do. But because a bunch of people got mad about an internet video that looked bad, his life is ruined and destroyed. Who would want to be a cop? Who would want to risk that? Guys go be cops because they want to serve, protect, 
fight bad guys, kind of an adrenaline junkie thing. Don't lie, fellas. I know why you do it. Look, I was a young man once myself. It's awesome, right? You need those men. Those men guard you. Who would want to go do that when society would hate you for it? The problem. Also, a country with bad cops and filling up with gangs, that's a problem too. Let's talk to Brandon Darby about where these gangs are coming from. Next. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and that is an interesting musical choice, courtesy of my friend Brandon Darby, of course, of the Cartel Chronicles, Breitbart. You should be reading everything Darby puts out there. You'll know about 10 times as much as our idiot politicians. Brandon, a big Madonna fan, but... You know, your producer, Chris, said, Brandon, I know this is strange, but there was a song I was listening to. It made me think of you. Can I play it? And I said, yeah, I was as surprised as you that it was Madonna. You know what? You know what? We're just going to set that aside for a moment. I do I do have to give you some credit. I have a feeling this little soundbite is going to be played again and again on my show. Many people will remember Brandon. Oh, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, came on the show, had this to say. Mark my words, my friend, right? Within six months. Like, and I'll remind you of this because I'm going to be right, and I'm, I want to gloat, honestly. I like to gloat. I have an ego, too. Within six months, we're going to start seeing media stories about Venezuelan gangs clashing with Mexican, Mexico-based gangs in San Antonio, Texas, in Dallas, Texas, right? across. We'll set aside the Venezuelan versus Mexican aspect of that for the moment. Brandon, I'm staring at a story out of Detroit where Venezuelan gangs, they're not just plaguing Detroit. They are now highly sophisticated, breaking into homes with security systems. And the stories I hear out of my friends on the NYPD and what they're doing in New York makes it look like the professionals have come to town. What are you hearing? Well, absolutely. So the gang that we're talking about is called Train de Aragua, right? And uh, they're from Venezuela, and they're coming into the country as Venezuelan migrants. Um, and we're starting to see them engaged in crime. There was a, a, a big issue in the news two or three days ago about this Venezuelan gang called Train de Aragua, who's showing up in New York City and, and engaging in these crimes, uh, teaming up with MS-13 members. Uh, again, this is called them by name, uh, and, and I was right. So because they're coming, and I knew they were coming uh, just from interviews and from sources. Uh, both in Mexico and in, and in the U.S., that a lot of the people who were coming were, in fact, these guys. And now we're starting to see uh, law enforcement uh, in the U.S. identify that the gang is involved in, in criminal enterprises in the U.S. Wouldn't be happening if we hadn't have allowed everyone to come here because all of the folks doing it are from there. Um, you're not in Train de Aragua if you're not from Aragua, right? And when you when you import mass numbers of people from a country um, and you do it in a way that doesn't involve a lot of checks, uh, this is what you get. And here we are. Brandon, I, I know it's stupid in a detail, but you know I'm stupid anyway, so I'm going to ask it. How powerful are we talking about here when it comes to this uh, train de agua or whatever these people's names? I don't know. I don't speak Mexican. But what what... Are we talking a 20-person street gang in all seriousness, or are we talking something on the level of the Italian mafia? I'm talking about the one in Italy. What what are these guys? You would think more like MS-13. You would think of it more that way. They're Venezuela's largest criminal organization, um, but that doesn't mean they're the most sophisticated, right? uh, 
you know, some groups would classify them as, as street gangs like they do MS-13. Others would consider them, you know, more of a, of a, of a, uh, a little bit more sophisticated of an organized criminal network. Uh, but they're basically Aragua's a state in Venezuela and they are, that's their territory. They're from Aragua and they're here, you know, and they're coming in the, in, in our non-migrant crisis. We're letting them across our border and releasing them into our country. They're getting to our cities and they're expanding their criminal enterprise, um, into our cities. And so, uh, would I think of them like Italian mob? No. Would I think of them, um, I would think of them more like MS-13, still a really big problem for our country to have that here. How big of a problem with, with a gang like this that is structured like this, if you had a country that was interested in doing so, how big of a problem would it be for law enforcement to break this gang up and break them down? Are they super decentralized? Is this something that if we wanted to, we could take them apart? No, and see, this is where we get into... Uh, I'm not going to bore everybody. And, and, no, no, and we love details, detail. man. We we want you on here for details. Give it to us, please. Okay. Years ago, you know, the Rand Corporation put out a, a, you know, a series of, of papers called Net War, right? And and what it was talking about at that time, it was talking about like the IRA, right? And, and um, the Irish Republican Army, and it was talking about different political movements and terror movements. And it was talking about the, you know, some of the movements we were seeing in the United States with like the Earth Liberation Front, Animal Liberation Front, and this more anarchistic, decentralized organizing. It's very difficult to deal with that, right? It's very difficult when something is so decentralized to take it apart. And when it's more of a movement, more of a culture, it's very difficult to take it apart. You can't just take out the head and then it's dead because there is no real head per se, right? There's a bunch of heads and they're always moving and, and they're amorphous. And um, so, yeah, it's a real problem. Like, you know, bringing decentralized uh, yet strongly interconnected, you know, cells of criminal groups into our country, into our cities is not a great idea. And how, how can law enforcement deal with it? Well, one thing is we cannot let them here in the first place. You know, if we, if people are coming from a country where we can't access records, we can't access their history, then it's probably a good idea not to just let them loose around a bunch of American children and families. I, I think that's a that's that makes sense, right? Uh, <laughs> to me, it does. I, I I I you know I don't I don't want to be you know in that situation. I don't think other people want their families in that situation. So law enforcement could deal with it. If, if this administration, you know, would deal with it, uh, uh, in preventative measures. But now that they're here, now that we're allowing so many people from Venezuela here, um, how is law enforcement going to deal with that? It's going to exhaust our resources. We're going to have, uh, a lot more crime and a lot harder of a time dealing with it. And we're not dealing, again, we're not dealing with American gang members, U.S. gang members who are used to some modicum of respect for law enforcement officers. Uh, we're dealing with people from a place that is very, very cold and very, very scary, um, who are not going to be bound by the same, uh, you know, constraints that, that U.S. gang members would oftentimes have. Um, or that even, even Mexican cartels 
most Mexican cartels, right, would actually have. This, you know, these are it's very decentralized, very focused on today, not worried about long-term profit sustainability, and you just have a bunch of really glorified gangbangers on on steroids, basically. Speaking again with Brandon Darby, Cartel Chronicles. Uh, Brandon, can you explain, you brought up that they're working with MS-13. A lot of people understand it, or at least a little bit about MS-13, their origins, where they came from. And I remember my Border Patrol buddies used to tell me they were always the ones you got to watch. You know, you could round up a group of 40 illegals and you'd be fine and safe. If there's an MS-13 guy in there, you really got to be careful because he might turn around. He might stab you when you turn around. What's the connection between a Venezuelan gang and a gang from El Salvador? They're not right next door. Well, the thing is, is that they have a similar culture, right? They're, they're, they're organized in a similar structure, and they have a similar culture, and they probably engage in similar behaviors. So, in fact, they do for sure engage in similar behaviors. So when you have groups like that teaming up, we're also going to – we're not seeing it yet. Right. But again, we're not at six months. Right. We're, we're like at a couple of weeks away. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're seeing them work together and interact and do crimes together. Uh, but what we're ultimately going to end up seeing is we're going to end up seeing them fighting each other. Then we're going to have more violence in our inner cities. Uh, that's where this goes. Yeah. Lee. He is Brandon Darby. Go read all of his stuff, my man. I appreciate you as always. Thanks for making us smarter. Thank you. Bye bye. Something, isn't it? It's it's fascinating to, to watch it happen here. Isn't it unreal to happen here? I think I'm going to New York City next week, next month. I, I'm going up to New York City. Well, I might pass them on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's, it's, it's here. It's right here. Ah, you know, there are a lot of things that are right here that we have to deal with. One of those things is your phone. I know your phone's old. Don't Don't tell eyes. It's old. I can, I can see the screen right now. It's all cracked. I know. It's probably running slow. The, none of your apps run. You're probably listening to the world-famous Jesse Kelly show on your iHeartRadio app on your phone, and it's, it's, it's not even working right anymore. It's not iHeart's fault. It's your fault. No, quit. I'm sorry. Just get a new phone. It's time to switch your cell phone company. You might as well do that while you can get a free phone out of it. I tell you about Pure Talk all the time. You already know the deal. A patriotic cell phone company. You don't sacrifice service. They're on the same great 5G network. You pay way less, and they're giving out free phones. Free, brand-new Samsung 5G smartphones. What do you have to do to get it? Do you have to do something special? No. Pick up your phone you have and dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That's it. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. I love having Darby on. The best part of have Dar- having Darby on to talk to us about illegal immigration is he drops all these tidbits of knowledge on us, and then I take those tidbits and I co-present them to other people as if it's my knowledge. Then everyone's all, Jesse, man, you're so smart. You know all this stuff. And I'm all, yeah, I am. Pretty smart guy. Don't know what, Chris. I don't know. I don't know why you're so stupid. I already know all this stuff. Well, you didn't know about Trace uh, de Aquavelva from Venezuela? I do. I do. And you know what I say to them when I run into Buenas them? Tardes. That's what I say to them. <laughs> anyway, if you missed any part of the show, go download the podcast, including the Brandon Darby stuff. 
I have a little bit too much to get to, but I'm I have made a commitment to do more emails because I get way behind and I get distracted with other stuff. You understand the struggles I have with distraction, Chris. I bet I have a, a ADD or ADHD or something like that. What What are you nodding your head for, Michael? I do. What is What's the What are the symptoms? I don't think I have that. Do I have it? What is it? A disease? Am I diseased? Well, yeah. Yes, I want the meds. Are they fun? No, I'm kidding. No, I don't want any meds for it. My uh, one of my boys. Of course, everyone gets diagnosed with that today, right? As soon as you're a boy who gets who can't sit still in class, they're all, oh my gosh, you know. And, and one of my sons, they thought, I don't know, maybe maybe he has that when he was younger. He's just a ball of energy, just a ball of energy. And I'm all, nah, you're not putting him on anything. I don't care. You go do push-ups or something. What, Michael? What is? Oh, yeah, I'm getting to emails now. Michael just said... That this is an example of it right now, the fact that I got distracted and I'm not getting to the emails. Too bad for you. I'm super focused now, and emails begin now, Michael, so in your stupid face. But my focus is just stay focused. Jesse, get this one's titled, I don't think you got this. I don't know what he's talking about. On how you accomplish getting Congress to pass a balanced budget bill. Start a nationwide petition stating we want a balanced budget bill with no clauses saying if there's an emergency, we can raise the deficit. Remember, there's one thing Congress likes more than spending your money, and that's power. So we'll have to make that part of the petition. You and many many radio talk show hosts can get on board. We'll support it. We'll push push a petition. Okay. he, he's trying to get a balanced budget amendment passed, and I like that, okay? And I understand the, this way of thinking of, hey, let's just get a big petition going, and we'll force these politicians to stop destroying our dollar, to stop wrecking all of our money, because this, this petition will get so many signatures, they'll worry for their seat. I understand this way of thinking, but it's not correct. And here's why it's not correct. We have a, quote, petition, if you will, every two years. You realize the entire United States House of Representatives is up for re-election every two years? We talk about drain the swamp this and drain the swamp that. If the American people actually wanted to drain the swamp... You'd be having to learn the names of your new congressman every two years because the American people would go out and vote for whoever's in office out of office. But they don't. You see, my point in this is not, I'm not going to go off again about how we have a people problem. My point is the politicians who are constantly abusing us, they do so Without fear, they know that what they do is unpopular, yet they keep doing it. Why? Is it because they're so brave? No, it's because they don't respect us. You've heard me go off about red state senators many, many, many times. And every time I pick on mine, you email me about yours and you're all pick on him too. And you know what? All those emails are valid. I go off on John Cornyn because I have to own him. I clearly have not worked hard enough to get John Cornyn out of office as a Texas citizen. I will work much harder the next time, 
But I, I talk about Cornyn because remember, everything we talk about, I'm guilty. I'm not perfect. I'm not some king handing out orders here. I need to do better. I need to do more. I haven't done enough. John Cornyn's in office. That's my fault. I'm owning it. I'm going to do better next time. And so people will email in, do Tom Tillis or, or, or Thune. Or, I mean, you pick them. Rounds. They're all the, both the Louisiana guys. They all suck. But what's the real story in that? The GOP senator from the reddest states being horrible. Why is it our reddest state senators, our reddest senators, they vote for things like that foreign aid bill, the amnesty bill. Why do they do it? They, the, it's not popular. Amnesty? Go bring that. Uh, James Langford was the face, the eunuch face of the amnesty bill they just tried to pass. Have you ever been to Oklahoma? Don't laugh at it if you've never been there. You would love it. Oklahoma's a freaking awesome state. I love it. Chris, I don't want to hear it. These Texans, Texans and Oklahomans have this weird rivalry. I love Oklahoma. Either way, it's a wonderful place. A blood red place. Go shoulder tap the voters of Oklahoma and ask them what they think about amnesty. They'll probably punch you or spit on the ground if they think you're for it. They're that against amnesty for illegals. And the U.S. Senator from Oklahoma just became, now he wasn't just a voter for it, he was the national face of it on TV selling it. Why? How do those two worlds merge those two worlds for me? All of his voters hate it. He pushed it. Why? He doesn't think the voters will do anything about it. You could do this national petition. Hey, we want a balanced budget and we want a balanced budget and we, we demand it and here's a petition. You could do it and I'm not dogging on you. It's not a bad idea. It's not going to tell your senator that it's going to cost him his seat if he doesn't vote for it. The only way to teach these people the lessons you want them taught is for the voters to put in the work and get them out of office. Until voters start doing that, nothing changes. All right, let's talk about uh, deficits for blue cities, blue states, where that might lead. This Russia stuff might be getting ugly. Let's also talk about our own government. We just talked endlessly about our intelligence agencies essentially declaring war on us. What have you done to protect your data? to protect your information. I know it can get confusing. I get confused all the time. Just understand your cell phone is a data hub for you. It has everything about you on there. Everything bad corporations want, everything the government wants. When your phone is not in use, it needs to be in a silent bag. The same thing goes for your laptop. Silent bags, S-L-N-T, they block signals. They're patented. Signal-blocking Faraday bags for your everyday devices. When it's not in use, it's in a silent bag. 15% off right now. SLNT.com slash Jesse. Go look at what they have and get a silent bag for every device in your home. Protect yourself from the bad people. SLNT.com slash Jesse. And we have a whole hour left. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.